Okay, this is not a dating show. <laughs> this is not a dating episode. What's going on, Spotify and YouTube? Welcome back to a brand new episode of For the Love of Humankind. And as always, I am your host, Jeff, and I'm excited to finally have another guest with me um, on the show. And uh, I'll let her introduce herself. Uh, so go ahead. Who are you? Uh, I am Cassie. Okay. I am a Canadian, which is probably my, my biggest identity. Um, I'm 24. I'm bi, so that kind okay, of... This is not a dating show. <laughs> this is not a dating episode. We, oh. and ironically enough, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to cut you off even though you yell at me every time I cut you off, and this is a prime example of that. Ironically enough, I was going to have, have you on uh, another episode. Uh, I don't know if you remember me asking you this. Uh, to be on an episode with uh, two other exes, which we still might do. Do you remember that? I, I was very excited. Oh, yeah. Well, it might still happen. So y'all may see Cassie or hear Cassie again. Uh, so welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm super excited about this episode this week because today has been such a weird day and... I started doing more research on the topic um, today that we're gonna we're gonna focus on, and like I looked at the rest of the back of the day, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this is everything that I'm just reading about. And if you're confused, I was confused too. Um, and so there are a few things that I, that I want to cover today, and, and I brought Cassie on here because she kind of is a resident expert, and I say expert very loosely in in this. Uh, this situation, this scenario, this topic. Uh, but she knows a, a few things about, about what we're going to kind of focus on. So we're actually going to talk about something that has, has been founded way before any of us were alive. Something that was founded in, in 3000 BCE, right? So 3000 before Christ. I don't know what the E stands for. I'm just going to say before Christ, uh, assuming that you're a religious individual. So, new, the idea of, of numerology. So, if, if you all are know anything or follow anything on social media, you probably see some sort of numerology, astrology, sun, moon, rising, zodiac signs, something like that. It's, it's become very popularized uh, through apps like CoStar um, or Sanctuary. You can even scroll through TikTok and see people talking about that stuff. And so I found an interest in this because I think it's just, it's so, I don't know what the word is. It's just, it's, uh, I don't know if it's like fate or coincidence. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that because I'm curious to see, hear Cassie's thoughts. But the idea that numbers are literally everywhere and there's a meaning behind numbers like if we look at at a clock and we continue to see like 11 11 that's the the universe giving us a sign or 
you know, we we see the number six six six, and we're like, oh shit, Satan Satan's rising again, uh, or like eight eight eight, and you're like, oh, okay, here comes Jesus, right? Like we see this, we we see numbers everywhere, um, and I'm curious, and when we when we get here in a little bit to hear your perspective and experience with numerology, Cassie, mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to talk about like where this even started right like where why why are we talking about this like what's the history behind really like astrology numerology all of that that fun stuff and so let's let's talk about numerology and then we'll we'll go into astrology a little bit later but what do you know what do you know about numerology um i think numerology is something that i've gone into more recently i don't think it's a um, in mainstream media as like astrology or horoscopes um but i was really drawn to it and i think what you were saying about like you know like seeing numbers and patterns you said 11 11 and i chuckled because i literally have that tattooed on me um i think it's like you could tell there's a real like vibe or like energy and i feel like you can actually hmm. feel and be drawn to that um especially with numbers okay. um it's kind of like the the different ways that um, seeing this repetition of numbers can maybe influence your life and who it has to, how it can affect you and maybe how you present yourself to others, maybe your mm-hmm. feelings. Um, you're probably more well-versed on like the history of everything. Um, That's only because I've been reading for the last two hours. So I'm I've not- been grinding now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I think you're right. Like the, the idea of numerology right is like the relationship that a number has with like this mystical energy nature like right on like our level but also like a worldly level and i don't know if you can hear ollie barking in the background but he's just going wild um but right it's like this idea that we have these numbers in our lives and there's there's a meaning behind it um Mm -hmm. and it's something that didn't even really start being recorded the idea of numerology until like the early 1900s right at least in english that's when it started like becoming i don't want to say popular popularized in the western western culture but um you know you see like numerology pop up and like i said ancient egypt babylon um you've got china rome you know japan and greece like all of the older um cultures that have been around for millennium right um Mm -hmm. but then you think about like okay like how did it start right like who was the first person that that started this and for those of you that that have ever taken math in your life um you probably know what a squared plus b squared equals c squared right that's the Pythagorean theorem um which was founded by pythagoras uh who also uh really just became like the father of numerology um this this man just uh, knew everything um 
he just had like a this a fascination with numbers, right? And he studied, um, you know, uh, numerology for like 22 years uh, in Egypt. Um, and I promise you, I'm not reading this off of a website. This is all straight straight off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> but it's like the idea of assigning letters to numbers and, and vice versa. Um, you know, again, the A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Um, part of his stuff. But going back to, you know, seeing numbers like 666, there's the me a meaning behind that. Like you see that people typically know what that means, right? Like. Even if you're not religious, you I feel like people typically know if you see 666, like some sense around it, right? Um, and then you think of like Hanukkah, right? Hanukkah is eight nights, like why? Why was that a, a thing? Um, earlier this season, uh, we had a conversation about tarot cards. Um, every tarot card has numbers, right, that, that have their own unique meanings um and in chinese tradition you see like the number four is associated with bad luck um so we see these things everywhere and have seen them throughout history so when did you like start thinking about or like looking into numerology um numerology was more recent for sure okay and it really was just because it was like you you pass like the the stove or like you you're flicking through TV channels or like you're looking at a timer and you having to glance up or you wake up and it's one eleven in the morning. I, I mm -hmm. was the number one, um, and I had no idea why. I really like the sentiment behind you know eleven eleven make a wish. Um, so you know like that's that's cute. That's cool. Um, and then I was I was scrolling on social media and I saw something about, you know, there being more of a meaning behind repetition of numbers. Yeah. Um, and I looked into it. And after finding out that my solar number was number one, it kind of really like pulled me in and intrigued uh. me and like resonated with me a little bit. Um, so I feel like that initial kind of like being validated almost. Um, pulled me in and made me kind of want to expand my knowledge on the topic. Okay. So I know you, that you talked about, about soul's urge. And so for those of you that don't know what that is, and, and again, this is from me doing my research um, recently, because I had no idea about any, any of this. Like I dabble in it a little bit, but not to the extent that I've been researching on. Um, so soul's urge is a number that is uh, created um, through adding up the vowels in your, in your name, right? So uh, thanks to Pythagoras, there is uh, one, like a, a coding one through nine, each letter falls into one of those numbers and the vowels you add up together uh, to get your soul's urge, which is like what we want most in life um, mm -hmm. and what we need to be happy, right? Like this idea that our, our names hold uh, some sort of meaning and a weight to it that is destined essentially for us moving forward in life. Um, 
so you you mentioned that yours was uh number one right so um essentially like your soul desires to be successful your happiness comes from a personal victory and having won a competition you are driven to rise above the rest your heart is determined bold individualistic you feel the best when you have the courage to be yourself and feel completely accepted by loved ones that sounds does that sound pretty accurate for yourself say so yeah and i think okay. you can kind of weigh in okay yeah and i think it's interesting too because there are different numerology categories right so there's the name numerology which is what we're kind of talking about but there's also like the birth numerology which takes in effect like your actual birth date so there are different numbers that fall in line with that um like your month your day your year um all of these add up to certain certain different things that that provide you with what your um you know i what either like what your personality is or um like your your path of fate things yeah. like that right um and so it was interesting because i was telling you before we started recording that today was just like a super weird day for me um mm -hmm. and i was talking to to some other friends that like it's like today just is just it just felt weird like it was just one of those things and so i went to the the bookstore on campus earlier and, and bought a brand new book because i was like okay like there's some weird shit happening today like let me let me stop by and, and see what kind of books that they have um so i go in <laughs> and i'm on my way out like i was looking through i really didn't see anything and then i like saw a book out of the corner of my eye um very bright yellow book uh and so the title of the book is called move on motherfucker so that's that's the title of the book and so i was like okay like this is perfect like i can talk about like it's gonna talk about resiliency it's gonna talk about like how do i get over shit um and then i came home um after work and i i started doing some more research to prepare for the recording uh and you know i came across like the birth numerology right which is mm -hmm. a big part of numerology in general if anybody yeah. is into numerology this is something that they'll know right so one of the things in in birth numerology and i'm not going to go through all the different categories and numbers um but one of the big ones and most important ones is called the life path number right and mm -hmm. so they they claim that this is the most important number of like your numerology portrait right is what they call it because you're going to have a bunch of different things um and it's similar to your sun sign and, and astrology um that we'll we'll talk about here in a bit but it's really like your identity and your role in life um it's like who you are and who you're meant to become right so it's it's this idea of like fate like this is your journey this is who you're meant to be and this is all based on your birth date, right? Your month, you had your month, your birth date, and then your year. So if you're, I was born in 1993, so I'm gonna add a one plus nine plus nine plus three, and then that's gonna give me a number, right? So usually you're gonna get a double digit number, and then you add those two digits together. So if, for example, it came out to be like four plus five, like your, your number total came to 45, you're gonna add the four plus five and you're gonna get nine, right? So that's, that's a little explanation of how, how to figure that out. 
And so mine, ironically, was nine. And th this is what it says about about my path. And I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, maybe I am a believer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because the thing, too, with this, uh, for those of you at home um, that might be listening, is zodiac signs, numerology, none of it is, like, scientifically proven to be accurate and describe personality. But it's like this concept that there is a, a force out there that is well intact and, and creating everything for a meaningful purpose, right? right. So my nine path for life. <laughs> so the, the nine path is the humanitarian. And so I was like, okay, like makes sense so far. So I'm going to read through this and then I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts and if this actually like aligns with me. Um, so what makes the nine life path special is that they contain the qualities of all the other numbers. Because they have the strongest vibration, they are often in a position of power, even if they don't ask for it. A person with a nine, la nine, <laughs> nine life path is friendly, compassionate, and idealistic. They are also deeply creative individuals. There is a deep healing quality to the nine that people notice. True humanitarians, the nine life path has a highly developed social conscious who, is, who see the injustices of the world and wish to correct them. Nines are also deeply spiritual beings who need a lot of introspection to figure out just what their place in the world is. A nine life path struggles the most with healing from old wounds. A nine can either be too responsible for their family or feel abandoned by them, learn to let go of the past. And when I when I tell you when I was reading this earlier and I was like, holy shit, like this is so accurate. I literally called my mom and I was like, hey, I got to tell you about this. Like, I'm about to record this episode. I got to tell you, I literally just like bought this book earlier that that's talking about moving on and, and you know, getting over shit that's haunting you from the past. And here I go and read this, like, learn to let go of the past. I was like, holy shit, like, is the universe trying to tell me something? Like, right. So yeah. do, do you think, like, knowing what you know about me, which is a lot, uh, do you feel like this, this is me? <laughs> Honestly, a lot of, like, the main points that that little blurb hit are words or attributes that I would use to describe you. So, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> It's, and that blows my mind. Like, <laughs> it's weird when you it, and it actually makes sense. And mm -hmm. Do it. So, on that, like, do you think that there's obviously, like I said, it's not scientifically proven, but like, do you think there's like credibility to this, or do you think that this is is more of a coincidence? Like, oh yeah, he's reading that. Like, I could see that type of deal. credibility to something that isn't like backed by science-based facts is maybe difficult okay um but i would argue that people who subscribe to religion kind of are doing the same shit <laughs> um i mean am i wrong I, I don't think i'm wrong uh i believe in coincidences however you know how many times do they happen because if, if you look at a bigger picture and if you're looking at like i mean just one number maybe like maybe yeah it was a hit with the one number 
But if you go in and you actually like, you know, dive into more numbers or, you know, how it pertains to where you are today, because it, it's, it's a big picture thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's not designed to be like where you are statically in the moment. Um, there's a lot of argument that maybe it's not a coincidence. 100% truthfully, I don't know where I stand on okay. that. I definitely am a believer in like, you know, stone cold facts. But I also think that there's things that humans just don't understand yet and maybe never will. And maybe this is one of those things. So like, who am I to say it's not true because, you know, we haven't figured out a way to explain it yet. And I think that's that's interesting that you say that because, (laughs) right, like I think there are a lot of things we don't understand. And I think the idea of numerology and astrology is putting something to something else that we don't understand to make it more like digestible right yeah like my my man's pythagoras you know <laughs> r.i.p uh this dude was born in according to to wikipedia great reliable resource uh my man's was born in 570 bc 570 bc right he died in 495 bc one the fact that he died at 75, like, that long ago, uh, like, what kind of medicine did they have? Like, this dude was, like, surpassing everybody in, in life, uh, even to t- today's standards to some people. But uh, the fact that this is part of what he had, had spent his life doing and discovering, the fact that we're now using that all of these years later and there's like accuracy to it mm-hmm. like shit is kind of wild to think about yeah maybe he was on to something he did live a really long time listen it if <laughs> you know i i believe in a higher power and maybe that higher power is pythagoras i don't know maybe he's my man that uh that i've been uh trying to make things a little bit easier sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. but like no it's just so interesting to me because you like i used to be a skeptic uh, uh of numerology and and obviously like you're always going to have those doubts for a lot of different things right but i just there's just so much to it that just makes sense it hits and i look at like go back to like the name numerology and think about like okay well like here here's this is the name that i that i prefer and go go by and you know i look at these numbers like personality number which is like the um consonants the the consonants added up right and so mine would add add to 13 before uh, and so my personality is like you come across as someone who is reliable, a pillar of strength in any situation. Uh, people see you as steady, organized, incredibly knowledgeable, though some think you are a little too serious. People come to you because they believe you have all the answers. And, and I'm not claiming that like I'm the most organized or most knowledgeable person, but like I've had people tell me like, thanks for being, you know, a lighthouse in the storm. Like you're just somebody that is as steady mobbing uh (laughs) i don't know why i said that um but really just like holding down the fort and 
Like that's based off of a name. Like how how do you predict something like that? That's where it, it trips me out because it's kind of like philosophical. Like, is everything destiny? And like, I don't subscribe to that. I mean, okay. maybe I'll find um, this idea of like uh, fate and like I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure I'm behind all of that yet. Okay. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Things can change. Um, but I, I honestly, I think that there's a lot of like, you know, factors that go into now I'm arguing for the other side, <laughs> but okay. no, there's factors that go into like who you are as a person. Yeah. But I don't know. The name thing is hard because that is just kind of saying you believe that maybe everything is just laid out from day one. That you're like meant to have that name. Yeah, I don't. Like, the, the thought was just thrown in somebody's head. Like, I think you told me this, and I could be wrong, but you originally were meant to have, like, you were going to be named something else, right? I, my name was something else, and they changed it, I think, t two weeks after I was born. So, like, so if you were to do, if you were to look at, like, your soul's urge or your personality number. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you are you do you know the name that you had like you were given at birth? Samantha. Okay. Uh, now, if you were to look at the number for that name compared to your name now as Cassie, do you, do you think that you would find Cassie to be more suitable for who who you are based on those numbers? Have you looked know. at that? Okay. I compared it to that name just because yeah. that's not. Thing I've thought about. Okay. Uh, pretty interesting argument that I will definitely be looking up after this, and I will get back to you. You've got some homework. You've... Um, yeah, I, I don't know, but I mean, also, like, there, there could have been outset, like, my mom, like, what if she just was not feeling the nickname Sam because I look like a little boy, you know, like, <laughs> or maybe something was telling her that, or right? Maybe something was telling her. And that's like there are so many things in this world that we don't know. Like, yeah, but there's like a th this is a side tangent, but there's like a statistic that we don't know. Like, it's like sixty percent of what's in the ocean. Like, one, how do you fucking know like how much we don't know? Two, <laughs> why don't we know that? Like, I feel like technology yeah. is at a place that we should know those things, but I think that there's just like there's again there's just so much that we don't know. Um, and I think that that potential force, that that astrological force, that that's somewhere there, you know, could have something to say. And again, this is coming from somebody that like has been kind of a skeptic that would like read things just just for fun to see how they were. And then you read shit like that, like, and you're just oh, okay, like maybe this there is some something behind this right like i don't know um but like like i said like one of the things that that you know with the the numerology is that when it comes to like your fate right what was it your your life path right it's very familiar with uh very similar to your sun sign right um and for those of you that don't know and i learned this from you what was this yesterday or the day yeah. before uh people call it call it the big three <laughs> 
had no idea. I thought she yeah. was. I thought she was talking about like Ford, GM, and Chrysler being from Michigan. Like, I, I didn't know what what the hell she was talking about. Um, so, you, do you want to explain the big three? Yeah. So, um, similarly, it's like numerology. There's certain numbers that hold maybe more insight than others. Um, so that would be like your big three signs, your sun sign, um, your moon sign and your rising sign. Um, a lot of people argue that with the rising sign, it's actually the most indicative of who you are at mm. your core, just because obviously um, sun signs change every 30 days. Risings is like every, I think, two and a half hours or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so like the sun sign, if you're not familiar, uh, essentially is like this idea. It's the core of your like solar system, right? The idea that whatever month you were born in, so it's very much so similar to your zodiac sign or it is your zodiac sign. Um, so but depending on like the time of year and that frame where your zodiac sign falls in, that's usually your sun, right? So I was born in July. Mine's cancer. A very you know, emotional individual, which is is pretty accurate. Uh, yeah, I see you're uh, uh, a wow. Pisces. <laughs> I'm a Pisces. Yeah, I can tell. Anyway, <laughs> but and then you have your moon, right? So your moon is is the uh, again based off of your your date. In your year right if i'm remembering correctly um and this is your emotional side like your private and emotional side um so these two typically can go hand in hand um again they change based on on year and date and then you have your rising which you said um is kind of the most indicative of of who you are right so or said to be the most indicative. Um, and it changes every two hours. So this is like, if I was born at like 10.58 a.m., if, if I was born like two hours later, I probably would have had a different rising sign, right? And so this idea that because of where we were born, when we were born, the time we were born, all of these indicate or assist in indicating who we are as a, as a person and how we react and, and function. And do you feel like your sun, moon and rising are accurate? Yes, but only um, to the house that they kind of like fall under. So okay. I kind of laughed a little bit because I never really felt like a Pisces. I never really wanted to be like a Pisces, <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, I always yeah. wanted to be a, a Sagittarius. But like after <laughs> research, because I never really felt like super emotional or like yeah. day like they didn't really like align with who I thought I was. Mm. So I looked my rising sign is a Leo. Mm-hmm. And that explains the big hair, the mane. <laughs> is that true? Um, I swear to God, yeah. <laughs> okay. They're more like outspoken. They like validation, mm. like Um <laughs> So maybe that's a little bit more fitting. And then, you know, looking at like my moon sign, 
we have the same moon sign as we um, discovered last night. I think that, I don't know, everything kind of like checks out. Okay. So the, so to, what I'm hearing is that it sounds like there's, there is some credibility from something that was discovered millennium ago. Yes, for, for me specifically, I, okay. I would agree. Um, and, and it's funny because my rising is, is in Virgo, um, which for those that have no idea what I'm talking about, I, I highly encourage you to, if you are at all somewhat interested, uh, downloading either CoStar or Sanctuary, or if you don't want an app on your phone, you can look this up online as well. Um, I'll tag some, uh, resources in the description of, of, of the video and of the podcast, um, on Spotify. So you can check that out, but it's interesting because the, the rising in Virgo, and I'm reading this off of the app. First of all, it, it talks about like your ego and self image is your first house placement. There are like what? Nine houses, 11 houses. There might be more. I don't know. Um, but Virgo rising has sharp skills of discernment and communication. They thrive in situations that involve data or require meticulousness. Uh, structure and systems are also critical for Virgo rising. Uh, the Virgo rising's need for organization and efficiency lends itself to, to pragmatism, perfectionism, and service to others. For this rising sign, routine and self-care are the, are the key to a happy life. Um, and this is where, like, to me, with the, the rising and comparing it to, like, my numerology, I fall off a little bit. Um, like, absolutely, self-care is, is, is a big part of what's going to make anybody happy. Um, so that's very generic. But, you know, for numerology, one of the things that it says is, like, I don't like routine. And this one says I like routine. I hate routine. Like if I didn't have to do the same thing every single day, fine. Um, but I just feel like stagnant when I do that. And so that's where I find some discernment between the two. Um, but I think overall, like you said, like there's, I think there's some weight to having being told by the stars or the, the, the force of the universe that, mm -hmm. There's something, right? Like, there, there, there's something, right? Yeah. Like, whether you believe in, in, you know, uh, Jesus creating the earth and all the planets and, and Adam and Eve, you know, you know, sleeping with each other and, and now all of us are, uh, um, related, or you believe in Big Bang and the evolution, right? Like, there's something, right? Like, there is some sort of force that that created that and that force is still there and it's still like present right like mm -hmm. and and it's funny because i think about numerology as a whole and i i don't know if you've ever seen it but uh the movie 23 with jim I carrey think i have no literally like okay so the idea is that wherever he goes he sees the number 23 uh and after you multiply two times three, you get six. And so six, six, six is obviously again, the devil. Um, but it's this idea again with numerology and we've seen it time and time again in media, social media is now taking a huge part of it. Like 
I scroll through TikTok and I'll see somebody re- reading a tarot card and I'm like, holy shit, like that is exactly what happened to me today. And again, like I don't know if if it's an external force, if it's coincidence, fate, like I'm supposed to see this shit or if, I don't know. Or if it's just the algorithm. <laughs> you know, but go ahead. TikTok is on to something with their algorithm. Listen. Listen, they sometimes they'd be slapping. Sometimes it, it's off, but some, most of the time it's slapping. Um, so for individuals that have never looked at numerology or, you know, their sun, sun moon, and rising, like, what would you, wh- how would you explain that to them? Like, how would you, would you encourage them to check it out? Like, wh- what do you think? Um, I don't think that there's any harm in, looking into this stuff i think at the very least even if you don't really believe it um i mean like i said like i've invested a decent amount of time and i'm still not 100 sure if i like believe it but at the very least it's given me like a it's been a tool that i can kind of like look at um and compare and examine my own life yeah really reflect on like who i am now who i want to be and how to kind of like bridge that gap um I don't think there's anything wrong with it, really. And I think, like, if if you're going into it with an open mind, like, you don't have to base, you know, every single aspect of your life on your horoscope. But, right. I mean, looking into it, I mean, really, what's the harm in that? You're just kind of, like, maybe, like, it can be a little self-care moment. Yeah. You know? Do you think there are things that, like, that people can learn from it? If it's something that they decide to start investing time in, investing energy into, yeah, I think, I think it challenges a lot of. It's challenged a lot of my beliefs, you know, um, and a lot of time, and this is kind of where I, I would argue that a lot of time when when people are reading about their signs or their numbers, mm-hmm. they highlight the positives. Yeah, but if you actually. But there's a lot of negatives there too. Mm. Um, and I think when something like that you relate to, or if you can relate to it, and it's like saying, you know, it's kind of a negative thing, can maybe cause you to think a little bit about maybe why that's why you act like that, or why you, you know, behave a certain way or think the way that you do. Um, for me, it's, it's, been a, it's been a tool that I've yeah. used. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I think I've learned more about myself and uh, in being able to compare the two. I don't, if I had to favor one, it would probably be numerology just because I find it to be less generalized and more accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Our man Pythagoras. He was, I'm telling you, he did something. (laughs) Oh man. What a, what a, what a guy. What a guy. So good. Um, but no, I, I think it's interesting and, and I want to, you know, start wrapping up, but I think about the, the, the phrase, right? Like everything happens for a reason. And I, I can't help but to think that that is based off of things like this, right? Like the idea that there is some sort of external force, um, meaning behind the things that that we don't necessarily see um or know and we can't necessarily put something to that right so we we use something else to 
help again make that a little bit more digestible and you know and i think the same thing like happens with religion i think you brought this up earlier right like the idea that and you hear all these stories and again like i have my own thoughts and feelings on religion but like the idea that jesus turned water into wine or like jesus dipped people in the lake and and completely healed them right and like people like if that were to happen today like you how would you explain that like you can't right there's no plausible explanation for something like that to happen and and as you work in the medical field right mm -hmm. there are medical like what's the word i want to use uh mysteries miracles and miracles all thank you is the word i was looking for that like you just can't explain like there you we hear stories of oh this person had cancer today and they had this this uh tumor and then days weeks down the line oh it just doesn't exist anymore like it's not there right mm -hmm. like we just it, it, there's no explanation um and i think that's an, a very interesting and i think that kind of ties into this fact like we just there's a lot of stuff that we don't know or <laughs> have ideas about uh but how do we make that digestible for the the feeble-minded if you will uh not to do a throwback <laughs> um but no not, like the the average person right like they need something to help them understand um, everyone wants to believe in yeah right so, yeah and i think that that this is if you don't believe in religion if you are looking for something to have, you know, faith in or have have uh, some interest in and not trying to understand, like, why and uh, essentially why um, mm -hmm. for anything, this might be the route for you or for people. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I do want to thank you for spending this time with me um, and talking about this. I think it's super interesting to to kind of hear your story and your take um, on a topic that I feel like is become a lot more mainstream, but like I feel like people still aren't really talking about it, at least from what I've heard um, in my circles and experience. So I appreciate it. Um, for those of you uh, that stayed through the whole episode, thank you so much. Uh, we will see you with a brand new episode here in a couple weeks. Uh, I will have another guest uh, star um, with me in, in the next couple weeks. And so Thanks for listening. Uh, stay safe and, and treat people with care. Um, and as always, love yourself and love others.